0: Hello guys and welcome back to the Figure Forecast podcast with your host Scarlett and my lovely co-host Maeve. We are back with season three Um, obviously we did our little intro last episode and we're going to get stuck back in. Um, Just the two of us today again Um, and we want to kind of run through if you are ready to compete or when you are ready to compete, because obviously it is coming up to the start of the the next season of competing and a lot of first timers will be getting ready for their shows um, or even people thinking about doing their first off season to get into competing for the first time. So we just want to go through some little things to think about when it comes to competing or if you're wanting to start your competitive journey um, and yeah just maybe some things to bear in mind from our own
1: experiences. Yeah or even people thinking who have done a few shows like should they compete again this year I think it's always important to just keep these little pointers in the back of your mind and um, there's a lot of things to consider and I suppose particularly for the for the newbies or maybe first-time competitors I think a big 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 thing to look at first and foremost is what your current body composition is like um and that's not are you lean it's do you actually have um, enough muscle tissue there to get on stage because um i'm assuming most people listening to this are going to be aiming for the figure class so you're not just going in you know to to a bikini class where there's maybe a less muscular shape you are going into a category that requires quite a bit of well-developed muscle and a very specific x-frame shape and you know if you haven't spent enough time out of a diet really committing to that growth and developing that physique you're just you're you're wasting so much time in a prep that could be spent growing and actually getting you to a point where you're ready to prep and kind of go through that whole diet phase and and unveil the magic um, that only happens in an off season um, and so many people just don't give that enough time I think.
0: I think as well because when you are first getting into it and like you know you probably when you're hitting pauses and you've got a little bit more like body fat and yeah you might have you might feel a little bit more of a pump and you know you feel like you've got a lot more muscle under there like unless you have actually dieted down before and you've seen yourself lean and um, mm. a lot of the time you probably will have less muscle than you think because from like from my own experience when I first did my first figure prep and I dieted down for the first time getting that lean like I had literally no upper body and
1: I thought I was one <laughs> sure I thought I had boots last prep and then I dieted and I was like oh <laughs> so yeah I think that's actually a really good point about if you've not dieted down to that level before like it's all right good. most of us have gone through you know an 8-12 week diet or whatever but I think if you're someone who has never really got into true condition before and even completed something like a photo shoot prep to just see like because you don't know what's under there until you do diet and it would be absolutely pointless to go through a whole entire prep only to end up really disappointed at the end of it. So I definitely um consider doing like a mock prep or just getting into really good nick for a shoot or something. Um, if you've never, if you've never gone through that process, for sure. Yeah, I
0: think I think like the shoots are a really good way to see if you like it because you've still got that kind of end goal. You can still practice your poses and, and get into the the swing of it. It's obviously a little bit less pressure than getting on stage and feeling like, you know, you need to go out and win things, but it's also gives you that like time frame to count down to and be really like on it and committed to it and then see what you look like, because I'm sure we're going to get into costs of competing at some point, but there's also that to bear in mind, like, you know, if you, if you get, if you do all that time and you put all that money into it and then you get to the, the end and you haven't really got that much muscle tissue
1: man well fuck yeah Yeah, for sure and i think that actually kind of leads us on to if you're no like if you're brand new to this whole world versus if you've been living this lifestyle you know eating really well um you know sticking to your meal plan or your macros training at a high intensity lifting heavy like have you been doing that for long enough? Like, have you actually been living that kind of lifestyle for long enough? Or is a prep going to end your whole entire world and, you know, expect you to do all of these new behaviors and form all of these new habits and routines that that's going to put a massive amount of stress and overwhelm on you. I know for me, when I was starting my competing journey, I kind of got to a point where, it was just my lifestyle like I was training I love training hard I was eating well I you know I understood nutrition and I understood training and I think that for me I was just I wasn't going out drinking every weekend like I wasn't drinking I was you know more invested in my health and performance and results and I think if you're not yet there and you're doing it for other reasons like to look good or to upload an Instagram photo or you know because everybody else is doing it, or someone said to you in the gym oh you should compete or planted the seed I think you you need to kind of naturally get to that level like and get to that mindset where yeah okay I'm actually ready to take that next step and like level up and ready for a new challenge and you just have enough of the foundations and the basics there I think that's probably overlooked a little bit yeah
0: yeah, definitely. But, I mean, I do I do agree with kind of, you know, if you've spent that amount of time, like, maybe, you know, half a year or up to a year, like, already building them foundations in, like, not necessarily, like, a massive off-season setting, but, like, you know, you've, you've built them foundations in place already. Like, I do think pushing yourself and getting up on stage if it is something that you want to do, just to see if you do like it as well, like, you know, and, and seeing, you know, what you have got then to to work on for the next one um but I think that'll obviously like tie in a little bit with like your expectations of of your first package as well because I think you know it's very easy for even like us like looking at pros and being like like when what, that, like that. Like that. <laughs> like, yeah exactly like in like reality like that takes years and years of like competing like season to season having long off seasons and you know getting dense muscle mass to look like that like that doesn't happen over a couple of years like so it's like having that expectation of you know what probably what you're going to bring unless you've obviously got some background of you know muscle
1: (laughs) if you're someone who has genuinely been training for years and you're maybe you know your late 20s kind of thing not like 20 year old new ish to the gym you know, by by lifting on your own kind of time for 10 years, of course, you're going to have developed some kind of like shape and muscle density and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I think the expectations one is big because a lot of people can listen to a lot of outside noise as well. And, you know, like your family are going to tell you you look great because you do to them you do for someone who has never done this before and never looked like that before. Of course, you look absolutely fucking phenomenal. Like, I loved, loved to see my body change in that first prep. And I just couldn't believe it because I'd just never been in that great shape before, like ever. And like, I'm still super proud of it. But when I look at the pictures, I'm like, oh, (laughs) like I I wasn't near stage ready. And I was so thrilled at the time because I just, I've never seen myself in that light, but I just was not where I need it to be so I think yeah managing those expectations and knowing it's okay not to place like in your first show or you know that kind of stuff and I think people can really set themselves up for a massive downer afterwards sometimes you know when they set that bar so high and they expect themselves to perform at that level against people who are seasoned athletes it's it's of course you're going to be disappointed you need to go in with no expectations and just all of the hopes
0: yeah and as well, like, if you think about it, like, you, it might be the first time you've ever stood next to somebody else ever, yeah. you know, in, within the class, because it's all well and good looking at people on Instagram or, you know, seeing people in the gym. But until you've actually stood next to someone, like, mm. you can look completely different. Like, you know, some people, are, especially like if the if you're shorter and, you know, you look like big like massive like when you stand next to someone who's actually like tall like you for instance and and got like loads of muscle it's like the comparison is is totally different again so it's it's that to to bear in mind as well like if it's the first time you know going up against other people because you've got Um, to take that with a pinch of salt because that is the game (laughs) you know
1: that is the game and like any any of the fellow tall girls out there you might think you look great in your uh, driveway and your check-in photos I'm like I I loved how I looked in my prep but when I got to the nationals and I was on a pro qualifier stage against these athletes who had been doing figure for years I wanted to walk off stage because I was yeah. just like I'm out. like I'm so far away from what I need to be so the the Element of comparison is important not to let you let it ruin your prep, but you also need to be ready for you are being yeah. compared to these people and you are being judged against them. That's the name of the game. Yeah. Simple as. Simple as. And that's another thing. When you're being judged against people and managing expectations, I think your your not only your category, but also your federation is going to come into it a lot. Like number one, where what what is your goal? Like, what what do you really want to look like? What do you actually want to achieve? Like, is it pro status? Is it working towards the Olympia, like everyone's dream? Or, you know, is it, I just want to do this for a challenge? And, you know, are you maybe better looking at some of the natural federations? Because if you are going into something like MPC, IFBB, PCA, you can be damn sure a figure competitor standing next to you is absolutely assisted. So, you need to take that into consideration number one is that something you're willing to do like is it something you want to do to your body is it something you can afford to do is it something that you're going to get frustrated about when you're standing next to this jacked bitch and you're not and you know I think that um it does need to be considered like big time yeah, because I
0: think I think as well when you get to like like you say, like the pro qualifiers and them kind of international shows where people are coming from all over the place to obviously win their pro status. Like they are people who are in it for that, for that professional status level, and they are willing to do what it takes to, to do that. So it's like, you know, if, if you're someone who's, You know, new or you know, just getting started to doing it, and you you do enter these comps as well because you know you can. Um, I did a pro qualifier in my first (laughs) first year, Um, but like it's it's that kind of expectation of like, you know, are you doing what they're doing? Have you been doing it for as long as they have been doing it? And when you kind of put that in a context, you can be like, right, okay, so that's why I don't look as big and as vascular <laughs> as well
1: yeah that's exactly it. Yeah. um so I think that's that's not so, maybe a little bit of a, a moral decision you have to make or like a, mm-hmm. a, an ethical one but like just just one you have to be okay with making really because no <laughs> going back when you do it like you've you've cut yourself off from any hope of ever doing a natural federation so if you are someone competing for the first time and you're maybe not this is someone who's been training for years, I would really urge you to max out your natural potential yeah. before it there's so
0: many so yeah. many good natural shows as well like you know I think I don't feel like you know you don't you don't have to go down that route like there's there's so many natural yeah. Yeah. like really uh, fucking mint natural athletes as well do you know what I mean I think just because it is a figure class doesn't mean that you have to push to go down that route um just for the sake of competing. Um
1: even two bros you know. do very natural um yeah labs, yeah which is which is fine. So you can still compete within the IFBB, but know that if you are going to a pro qualifier you, you are going to be against the girls that are assisted. Um so if you are considering any of the more muscular classes, that just has to be a has to be a conscientious kind of consideration that you are making. That's all I would say on that one, but we will definitely touch on um PDs again on this um season because i know that was a big big um kind of hit last time and people were very very interested in it and of course we are there to bring you all of the information um and with that comes costs costs yeah. so competing it's no joke no yeah. joke like
0: well, why do we even start <laughs> where,
1: yeah, where, where okay like where do we yeah let's let's start at the obvious uh ones your bikini that's going to cost about five hundred dollars or you know a couple of hundred euro and for a standard enough one like if you're going all out like you could be paying up to a thousand dollars and that's not exaggerating if you go and you want some like mad wbff kind of creation with all of the sparkles and all the detail you are going to pay for it so get saving or get a very good fucking credit card and um, there's the shoes yeah. there's, the, there's the posing there's the hair the makeup the town i shit you not i paid 250 dollars for pro tan at the pro qualifier like that's that is the level of cost that you are dealing with it's not a normal and it's go about there. yeah
0: about 70 75 75 pound per show here in the uk as well so in you know if you do three shows in your season that's like you know you got to get a tan every time
1: yeah and then you have your registration cost that's about 250 dollars per show over here I'm not sure what it's like in the UK
0: but uh, yeah I think it's about
1: 100 or something yeah Yeah. and then you have your coaching because I can guarantee if it's your first show you're not prepping yourself so you have that's a couple of hundred pounds or dollars every month Um, and you have your supplements because you're obviously going to be looking after your health, vitamins, uh, like proteins, pre workouts, all of that kind of stuff. And then if you are going the assisted group, that obviously costs money, so that's an extra, um, thing. What else? Posing lessons, like you absolutely yeah. need them because no entry. One needs... Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's like yeah. two hundred quid for for
1: show per show. Per right. show, and then you have to pay if you need to do another um category like if you, if you want to do yeah. like open and novice and Big beginners course. you're yeah. paying three times um jesus <laughs> your food like you're going to be buying a lot of food and probably different food that may be a little bit more expensive than you're eating in your off season because it's less readily available you know you might be buying like special cereal and like gluten-free stuff and all of that kind of jazz um what travel. else travel Travel, yeah. Like if you're doing a local show, great. You you can drive. But I know for me, there's one local show I can do. It's the Perth, and that's that's it. So no matter what, I have to travel. Um, and like in the UK, like you've so many to choose from. Like you could you could do one every weekend in a different city. Like realistically, couldn't you? Um, so that's another thing. If you want to go international, you're then paying for flights. You're paying for accommodation, maybe car rental. Like (laughs) the list goes on. I
0: know. know. And and that's, that's all whilst you're dragging your ass.
1: (laughs) Right. So it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely not something to do if you are maybe not, not in a good financial spot because it's not going to get better on prep. (laughs) Your bank balance goes way down. (laughs) Way down. It's weird Um, though
0: because It's weird, though, because you actually, like, you can't go out and do things. Like, so you can't, like, you know, go on a night out or go to, like, restaurant or you know you'd think you'd save money when you're in prep but you just end up buying like random shit because you can't do stuff like I would literally go to the supermarket and be like oh I think I'll get this like weird coffee cup or something (laughs) you know and like you just end up like buying stuff like I swear like ask anybody like that's so
1: true I don't know how many water bottles I bought yeah (laughs) that's cute that's big I I need that that's so funny and actually clothes you're you're going to need to buy a whole new wardrobe like by the end of prep um now mostly it's just going to be gym gear and they're just going to go into a box until the next time you're that tiny but your clothes aren't going to fit at at the end of a 20 30 week prep you're going to be a a couple of sizes smaller so yeah that's another thing it's it's a costly hobby i I genuinely think my last season cost me about twelve thousand dollars ten twelve thousand dollars
0: yeah i don't even want to look i I haven't i haven't put it together like
1: like ignorance genuinely i'm I'm still still getting over it now (laughs) oh still still like oh god so yeah definitely um something that really does need to be carefully considered and not just done on a whim because you're just gonna bury yourself in uh bills and debt if you do dive in head first and kind of worry about it later. It's not a it's not a YOLO thing. <laughs>
0: no. No. And I think I think as well, like another thing to to touch on, like not just for first timers, but maybe for like people who have been doing it like longer, like mm-hmm. sort of deciding whether or not to do season to season or to take like a longer time out. Because I know obviously I've done that and you doing that now, like that decision of like will you have made enough
1: yeah.
0: of a difference to then go back yeah. into a prep or if your body is even ready for you to go back into a prep because if you think you've done like a 30 35 week prep and then <laughs> like, like you only have like 6 7 months off and then you go and ask your body to then not only try and pack on muscle that you need to but then start to go back into a diet again like are you actually giving yourself enough chance mm-hmm. to regulate get back to it and then be responsive because yeah. especially as females
1: yeah yeah it takes a while. Take, take a while so like those good eight weeks post show are not counted in your off season they just they don't count you will you will not make progress that's really just about establishing you know optimal health again and trying to balance out hormones and in a lot of cases it can take longer like you know it, it really depends on how badly you're affected maybe you lost your cycle that could take a few months to come back do not dare crapping until it does um yeah it, it just really depends on the individual um and maybe how harsh the diet was the length of the diet like the amount of metabolic adoption and i think going season to season to season is fine when you're at a level that allows you to do that and you've, you've spent time as we said building but out from that you're just you're doing you're placing so much stress on your body and yeah. yourself and you're going to just keep getting frustrated because you actually haven't made the improvements and made the progress so you're just going to be in that vicious cycle and you see these people like every year like every season you see these people who've been told to take two or three seasons off like go grow and they just keep coming back and keep coming back and they, yeah they, they look the same yeah yeah and. Um, and another thing definitely relevant to last week's chat is are you mentally stable enough to withstand five to six months of a prep because prep brain is real and like those last few weeks are rough like they are very very mentally tough mentally draining emotionally draining your hormones are so all over the place. Like you you would cry at the top of a hat, like, you know, if you spilt your milk on the counter, you could be damn sure there's tears. Like so, are you in a good headspace? And I think not enough people ask themselves that. Like if you had have asked no. me, was I ready to prep last month, absolutely not, I was off the fucking no. cards. Like so I know for me the next few months, yeah, is about growing, but it's also working on my headspace to make sure I'm in a really good place to actually be able to stand the prep because you will do so much damage (laughs) if your head is already messy.
0: Well, I think like as well, that that's one of the reasons that I like pulled out from doing any more shows as well, because my head was in a shit place through like other situations that were going on at the same time. And I think I was just super stubborn to just get on stage for at least one time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, and then, you know, like pulled it from there because i think if i had to continue to to push it then the fallout from poor show would have been horrendous you know so you got to kind of think about that as well because when the shows are finished and you're done if you're not in a good place that's going to be amplified tenfold like,
1: um, yeah it's going to be it's it's, <laughs> oh, it's going to be rough um, and I think with that, you need to make sure you are working with a coach who can support you in that regard, like who gets you, who, you know, really understands you and that you can trust and be completely honest with because like suffering in silence post-show is is not the way to go. You need to work with someone who you can communicate how you're feeling with and ask them when you need help. Um, because there are some awful coaches out there, like absolutely terrible. You hear all of these stories all of the time. And it's so annoying knowing that's going on. It's it's awful that they're doing this amount of harm to people and nothing happens, but it does keep happening. So I think yeah. it's on you. It is your responsibility to choose wisely and seek someone who you have full faith in. Yeah hundred percent.
0: This isn't to put anybody off competing because obviously we love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. We love it, but sure there's <laughs> something seriously wrong with us. <laughs> nah, we love it, but uh it's it's hard. I would never tell anybody it's an easy thing. Like I love it. I love the challenge. I love the process. I love changing my body. I love, you know, just improving and progressing and I, I just love it. But it's hard as fuck. <laughs> like it's really difficult.
0: yeah Yeah. it is such a peculiar spot when you sort of pull back
1: (laughs) you're like what (laughs) um yeah so that's kind of that's all of the the points we think people need to consider if you are thinking about competing this year um just you know listen to this again (laughs) and write even write down like as you go um what you think about the the certain topics because they really do come into it a lot and you just you want to have a, a smooth prep no a prep isn't going to be easy but you want it to be smooth as possible and if you make sure all of those things are in place you're setting yourself up for win you're not setting yourself up to lose right yeah
0: I think giving yourself enough of a chance before you start a prep to you know make sure you've got food in a good place you know you're you are you you well established with your training you've got a good coach like you you have that all set in place before you then go yeah. um and you know just understand like you're like obviously if you've if you've dieted before you kind of know what it might feel like and you know what you might look like um as you come down because I mean obviously the the first time you do get lean is gonna be a wild experience um and i think you never you never unsee that yeah. <laughs> once yeah. you once you've been super lean um but yeah just just make sure that you've got yourself prepared for
1: the ride <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking coaster, baby. <laughs> um, yeah we're gonna wrap it up with that this week guys we think You are going to really enjoy this episode. We hope you enjoyed last week's episode. And we have our first guest appearing on next week's episode. So that is super exciting. Um, Yeah, someone we're really excited to chat to. Um, I think
0: it'll tie quite well in with following on this episode as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Someone we're really pumped to have on. So thank you so much for listening again and supporting us through season three. Um, Make sure you give us thumbs up, positive reviews, share on socials, all that jazz and help us grow the figure community. We will chat to you next week. Bye. Thanks, guys.